0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 1st, 2019. Strong Hand. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Apex predator right here, baby. Be a unique beast. You can change your behavior. Remember, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Hello, my elite friends. How you all doing today? The first day of December, baby, in rainy Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I went running 11 miles today. Ooh. Anyway, it was good. <clears throat> uh, check out the links below. If you got questions, type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat. You can do a super chat also. So I notice it. So I see it. If you ask a question you don't do those things, I won't see it. It changes color so I can notice it. Speaking about noticing things, yesterday's show, Beyond Bitcoin, check it out. It went real long. It was crazy. I was talking about all sorts of things. It was wild. It was fun. Check it out, disruptmeister.com. I know a lot of you are just getting back from Thanksgiving. Still, many Americans are MIA. You've missed a lot, Americans, in terms of crypto and Bitcoin. You shouldn't take off because Bitcoin never takes off. Pound that like button. And this week in Bitcoin was live. Yeah, we're doing it live again. I've got the technology set up again, and we had uh, who do we have on? Boris and Vlad were on, and it was a good time. So check that out. Disruptmeister.com. All my old shows. Everything is linked to below. So you guys are wondering about uh, this North Korea thing and Ethereum and Virgil Griffith. I mentioned it briefly on yesterday's show. I thought Virgil Griffith, who is a big Ethereum guy, I think he's in the Ethereum Foundation. It, it doesn't matter. what, what his, He's known for Ethereum-related stuff. And he was asking around earlier in the year if people wanted to go to North Korea with him. And I thought he was young. and. But he's actually 36, so he kind of should know better than to get himself in the situation that he got himself into. Now, was he just trying to save the world and be just a super good guy? And was he naive at 36 years of age? I mean, I'm not in the dude's head. Uh, and before we get into the specifics, I, I just want to say, you know, some people ask uh, questions about cryptocurrency, how much the government cares about <clears throat> Various aspects of it. A lot of people ask me certain certain things about crypto dividends and whatever. I think this story shows you what the government cares about, okay? If you go out of your way to visit an enemy nation and start teaching them about cryptocurrency when the government told you not to do it, they're going to make an example out of you, okay? Now, that's a pretty extreme thing this dude did, all right? So keep that in mind, people, with what the government is paying attention to when it comes to cryptocurrency. Just, just want to put that out there. I, I don't think – and no one's ever asked me like, hey, Adam, you know, I, I think I'm going to go to North Korea and uh, do a, a Bitcoin conference there. Do You think the government will – I would say, yeah, dude, don't do that. Do not – what, are you insane? Uh, but some of these other questions, like, oh, isn't the government watching me? Don't they know how much I have of this and that and the other? Again, are they going to make an example for, for you uh, claiming uh, 1B gold? Or are they going to make an example of you for doing something like this? Just think logically here. This guy wasn't thinking very logically. <laughs> um, and I, I, this, I don't think this guy wanted to help the North Korean government. I think he wanted to help the North Korean people. All right? He wanted to educate the North Korean people about cryptocurrency. And bottom line is to educate the North Korean people about North Korea about cryptocurrency, the United States should take a long-term approach to that. Okay. Because the more people over there that, that learn about cryptocurrency and then are some, for some reason, given access to it, it only takes one of them to, to really open up the floodgates, the Pandora's box, should we say, and help bring down that government and really connect them to the Western world. Okay. Now, clearly the North Korean government puts on events there uh, for, for, their inner circle trusted type of people to learn about cryptocurrency so they can help the uh, North Korean government get around sanctions. I, I'm pr- that's why the North Korean government will sponsor any event. Okay. It, it's to benefit the North Korean government to keep it propped up. But uh, so I would suggest to the United States of America, to the spy agencies, in the United States of America, just uh, get a guy, get, get an American citizen uh, to, to get over there, to, to befriend the uh, the government in North Korea, and to have some conferences, to, to get a spy over there that that seems like he's just some naive guy like Virgil Griffith, and to start educating the people over there, and to get that their hands on cryptocurrency, to tell them how to get away all the the blocks that North Korea has in the way uh, of getting cryptocurrency to the people, of getting real value in there. Uh, all right, so that, that, that's that's a little suggestion before we get into the the, the specifics of all this. Uh and he shouldn't have gone. But Bo- bottom line is he should not have he should have known better because he actually asked the, the United States government said they told him not to go. Okay. So if the government's telling you not to go, you already know North Korea and United States are enemies, and there's uh, uh there's sanctions, and you're not supposed to help them evade that evade those sanctions. Uh and you're you're an American citizen. I mean, I, I don't know what he was really thinking. <laughs> I, I guess I've given you some, and by the way. This situation has scared some people, and I'm going to try to be as vague about this as possible. I have said in the past that I have never, all my shows, all my over 1,500 shows that are on disruptmeister.com that I've done, I've never removed any of them or made them private. Um, Some of you may remember, long-term fans, I'm not going to say when it was, but I did have someone on the show uh who had been in north korea and i was going to contact him once i heard about this story and before i could contact him he contacted me and he said adam can you get rid of that show (laughs) so that, that i would i'm going to tell everyone there is a show that has been removed um i i and the reason is is because someone asked me to do it um because of this story because this uh, the person who had appeared on my show, and if you know who he is, don't say his name in the comments or anything like that. I doubt any of you remember – some of you will remember who it, who it is. He's a, he's a smart smart crypto guy. I'm not going to say where he's from or whatever. Um, but I asked him a, a, quite a few questions about his uh, a trip to North Korea, and so now that show is no longer uh, on, on, on the uh, DisruptMeister.com. But it shows you that this situation has uh, freaked some people out too. It, it definitely has uh, freaked some people out. So uh, let's read what the uh, justice.gov says here. Uh, What do they say? Uh, Assistant Attorney General John Deemer said, and this is all linked to below, tweets by Udi about this, different opinions about this, the Justice Department press release about this, the the accusations. It's all linked to below. So click on the stuff you want to learn. And and more of you will hear about the story. I'm sure Coindesk and everyone will write about it soon enough. But I think the story broke on Friday or Saturday. I don't even. I don't even know. Assistant Attorney General John Deemer said, despite receiving warnings not to go, Griffith allegedly traveled to one of the United States' foremost adversaries, North Korea, where he taught his audience how to use blockchain technology to evade sanctions. By this complaint, we began the process of seeking justice for such conduct. Uh, At the North Korea... (laughs) cryptocurrency conference, Griffith and other attendees discussed how North Korea could use blockchain and cryptocurrency technology to launder money and evade sanctions. Griffith's presentation at North Korean cryptocurrency conference had been approved by North Korean officials and focused on, among other things, how blockchain technology, including a smart contract, could be used to benefit North Korea. Griffith identified several uh, North Korea cryptocurrency conference attendees who appear to work for the North Korean government and who, during his presentation, asked Griffith specific questions about blockchain and cryptocurrency and prompted discussion on technical aspects of those technologies. Now, some people have said that, you know, that whatever he said, all these North Korean people they just could have Googled it. If they got access on the internet, they could have, he wasn't telling them like secret information. He was telling them how the cryptocurrency works. And by the way, he, he, again, he's a big Ethereum guy. This is not to vilify Ethereum or anything like that. Vitalik had to issue a press release. It does show you that it's kind of centralized when they, when they did have to kind of go out of their way to defend themselves, that, you know, he is not a representative of Ethereum and the Ethereum foundation did not sponsor this trip. and, and, And that's all true. Uh, so, so that's that's the situation. Uh, I, I'm sure some people will try to vilify uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency through these uh, unfortunate turn of events. I'm sure everyone has a uh, strong opinion. He is in uh, federal custody right now, and he, he's going to face 20 years in jail. It, it looks like they're going. I guess they'll have a trial and all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to stay. I mean, there's really not much more I can add except what I I said at the beginning that the United States should take a long-term approach. And uh, instead of fearing cryptocurrency as a way for an enemy like North Korea, an evil regime like North Korea to to get around sanctions, and it is a way to get around sanctions. There's no doubt about it. But think of it as a way that it it could – Open the floodgates for the people to understand what cryptocurrency is, and to bring them some freedom, to bring them some real wealth, and to change the situation over there, and to start a revolution. And uh, maybe the United States, instead of putting this guy in jail for twenty years, uh, could say, "Dude, you're going to tell figure out a way for us to use this new awesome technology to bring down the Kim regime." You've seen a lot of stuff, supposedly. Let's let's you you tell us how to bring down the Kim regime. Then you don't have to go to jail. How about that? I mean that that would be cool. That that maybe that would be an interesting compromise they, they can work on. So there's my idea for the day. Thinking outside of the box. Pound that like button. So when we're talking about the United States states and its sanctions and who it designates as a terrorist and as a bad nation, Scott Adams mentioned on his show uh, that Donald Trump is thinking about designating cartels as terror groups. Uh, and this would ban them from entering the U S and uh, would allow the secretary of the treasury to freeze the group's assets. We're talking about Mexican, uh, drug cartels. Uh, so it says Mexican drug cartels will be classified as terrorists. And when this will happen, uh, he says he's been working on it for a while. It hasn't happened yet. So let, let's, let's put this into motion. If, if this really happens, if he designates the Mexican drug cartels and he's, Starts to confiscate their bank accounts, close their bank accounts, or thre- threaten to do so. Well, what are they going to be forced to do? I mean, they're going to to get around being uh, called terrorists, and they will get into big. They will. They'll get into Bitcoin. They'll get into Bitcoin. So again, the, the, these drug cartels are horrible organizations. Horrible, horrible killers, vicious killers, and it shows you that that, that the worst enemies out there, they they can help if they start buying up Bitcoin instead of, uh, valuing their wealth in us dollars, uh, it'll make a difference. There'll be less Bitcoin out there. And, uh, I know it's, it's, it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth per se, but that is the way Bitcoin does not designate. Even these, uh, these killers, uh, these people deal poison, uh, can, uh, they can get a hold of Bitcoin and they can find that you know they they're they're arresting this ethereum guy for helping ethereum uh, uh, th- helping North Korea evade uh sanctions and US laws well now Mexico these Mexican drug uh, Lords they'll they'll figure it out on their own they they'll 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 use the the cryptocurrency to evade uh, uh th- this uh, this terror designation so let's see how it plays out let's see if it really happens let's see it if it does happen and, and they start using it, if Donald Trump goes wild on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, if he starts saying they're terrorist stuff, and if that helps, uh, if that makes more people want to be into Bitcoin. Who knows? Uh, so there, there's your U.S. Uh, government-related uh, Bitcoin crypto news of the day. Uh, pound that like button. I know it's, I see no, I don't see any Bitcoin Meister questions out there. I just see a lot of people talking in the chat. What's up? What is up? I see JustLearnBitcoin.com. He's actually in uh Mexico. Uh good luck with that freezing assets. I guarantee you they already own Bitcoin. Okay. Uh they're very smart criminals. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, that, that's an interesting point. All right. So uh we, we shall see. Uh and, and we'll see how far reaching these, these uh terrorist designations go, too. Like is it just going to be the big cartels or smaller ones that maybe don't have any Bitcoin yet? Who knows? I, I, I really try not to know much about these drug cartel dudes. Okay, look. Yes, shirts like this listed below. Bitcoin, baby. Oh, yeah. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Moving on, a crypto dividend update. Mimble Coin, which we all signed up for to get an airdrop of. Bitcoin holders. We're all going to get 40.41 of them. For every Bitcoin we have, the claiming date was supposedly going to be December the 10th, but they've moved it up. Andy Hoffman has tweeted out, and I've retweeted. It's linked to below. It could be as early as tomorrow. So I would just advise everybody to go to mwc.mw uh, to read that article. It's, it's linked to below. But to get the wallet, and if on the wallet, which I did get, you can click on something. It says airdrop. And it says not ready yet, but eventually it's going to say ready. So it is going to be before December 10th and you will finally get your, uh, MWC and you can already uh, trade it at that, uh, at that Chinese exchange. that doesn't have any KYC called, uh, what's it? Hotbit.io, hotbit.io. You can already, uh, turn it in the Bitcoin there once you get it, which is going to, and it's, it's really amazing in, in this day and age for, uh, Something you know, always in bitcoin, we have to wait longer than usual. You know, you hear a date and it's much much further down the road. Like, when is uh, when's financialization coming? When's the this fund coming? And it takes but this they're doing it early, so hey, okay, good, good, free, free interest on a Again, you this is your home of insider information. These crypto dividends is interest on your bitcoin, you turn it into more bitcoin, baby. Now, speaking of interest. <laughs> Um, there is. I, I linked to below. I better have linked to it below. Well, yeah. A, a someone thought this was a good site. It, it explains what is DeFi, and so I decided to read it. And it's filled with a lot of buzzwords. And you know, I let them experiment. Let them experiment. But some of the points, like this, DeFi allows everyone to take charge of their financial well-being. Okay, that sounds awesome. But guess what? Bitcoin allows everyone to take charge of their financial well being and it's simpler. Uh, decentralized finance aims to create a financial system that's open to everyone and minimizes one's need to trust and rely on central authorities. Well, Bitcoin does that. It, it, it definitely is open to everyone. I mean, drug cartels, North Koreans. I mean, is all DeFi open to drug cartels and North Koreans? Good question. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> why complicate things is my conclusion. When, when Bitcoin does most of the things that this DeFi stuff apparently does, again, DeFi complicates matters where you can give you interest on your Ethereum. You know what? Let them experiment. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Let the DeFi, pe- hey, the DeFi thing is going to be bigger than ICOs, all right? There's going to be a lot of huge bombs in it too, all right? so and that it'll help bitcoin all sorts of newbies are going to be like i'm the defi king i've been in this since 2020 look how look at my all my defi projects i'm involved in Ha ha! loving this 2021 been in it been in the game since 2020 defi ethereum yeah bitcoin's boring that having thing ha 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 yeah all right expect it get ready And long-term thinking, people, you better be having your Bitcoin when all those uh, freakazoids are screaming about their DeFi in 2021. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. And I, I meant to talk about this on was it th- I forget, oh, Thursday, right after Thanksgiving. So at, at the Thanksgiving meal, at the Meister Thanksgiving uh, celebration at one of them, because there was one on Thursday, one on Friday, uh, someone not related to me. Asked me about big, uh, They, She said, it was a woman. She said, well, what is this Bitcoin thing? She, said, she had never heard of it before. <laughs> never heard of it. Never heard. Didn't know about it at all. And I started talking about it. But then the, the table got noisy. You know, grandma on one end. The kids screaming and stuff. And, and I was kind of glad I didn't have to explain the whole thing. Because this, this woman had no clue about it. And she was like, um, late 60s. Late 60s. And I started thinking to myself, demographically. What what demographic group is uh, least involved with uh, Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency? It has no clue about it. Which which one has the greatest uh, uh, percentage of people with no clue? It's got to be females, senior citizen females, right? But when are you a senior? I know it sounds terrible, but you you become a senior citizen when you're 65. I think in the old days when you're 55, but let let's say it's 65, okay? And uh, yeah, I I would say, and she had no clue, no clue at all. I mean, it was just like. And it wasn't even it wouldn't even been worth my while. To, it really explained it to her because it was, she wasn't going to get into it either. She completely cares about a whole other world. I mean, this is who TV is made is who who targeting today. I mean, I, I no offense to her, she's a nice lady. I don't mean any offense, uh, but it, I, I have a question for everyone out there. And it, and so this conversation, what 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 do you agree with me that you think it's senior citizen females are the least uh, knowledgeable about Bitcoin? They, they're the ones who probably. If you've got a room full of people, they're the ones who are going to know nothing about it, most likely. And I, I would think guys over, I, I know guys over 65 that know about it. Yeah, good guys, definitely guys over 65 that know about it. All right. So uh, ladies over 65 seems pretty rare. So that was my experience uh, uh, with uh, Bitcoin. N- nothing bad. Nothing bad with Bitcoin on, uh, on just a little bit of revealing information. Like she had no clue about it. No, just basically had never heard of it never heard of it before didn't know uh, understand the thing that I did or whatever I didn't I mean we didn't go really into depth so all right uh finally I just want to remind everybody to go to my show on this week of Bitcoin on Friday and my show on Thursday where I was talking about how in Germany on January 1st 2020 it, it looks like banks are going to be able to sell and buy uh, to allow people to trade Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies there. And Germany's a rich, huge modern country. And not that many people are talking about it partially because everybody was away for Thanksgiving. Maybe they'll start talking about it on Monday. So if you, if you want that insider information, <laughs> check out those shows. I think that's, I still think that's a really big story. The guys on this week in Bitcoin show um, who are both Europeans also agreed. They, they thought it was a, uh, a, a big story. So I don't know. Uh, not that many people are, from what I can tell, on uh, crypto Twitter are talking about it. But a lot of them are still uh, hungover from Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. Barefoot Barry said, greetings from New Zealand. Strong hand, Bitcoin Meister. Great, great to hear from you in lovely New Zealand where the weather is beautiful. Well, okay, dudes. That is the end of the show. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel. Like the video, share the video, bang that bell button, pound that like button, get some shirts below, click on the square. I will see you guys uh, in the chat and say hello. Thanks a lot.